I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Ron, from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, John Cobalt's show, On Demand. That's uh, a podcast that you can get on the iHeart app. It's same as uh, the radio show, so whatever you missed today, you can hear on the podcast uh, later on. It's posted after 4, like I said. And uh, we're now going to talk with, uh, oh, we got two rounds of the Moist Line coming up. Got $1,000 to give away in about 15 minutes. And uh, we're going to talk now with John Hatami. Uh, who we've had on a number of times. He is uh, one of the uh, leading candidates uh, taking on George Gascon for L.A. County D.A. And there was quite a debate in Beverly Hills last night. Uh, we played a couple of clips when uh, Gascon was uh, confronted by a woman whose uh, son was murdered. Uh, and um, uh, the, the crowd got into it uh, with uh, John Hatami, who took on Gascon and accused him of lying. Let's get John on here now live how are you good john how are you doing i'm all right uh a noisy night last night how can you set up what led to that i mean the woman who originally spoke to gascon who had uh, her son had 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 been murdered i i assume what, what what were the circumstances in that why did it touch such a chord in the debate so emma revis uh got up and she had not confronted Gaston for about three and a half years. He had consistently refused to meet with her. Her son was murdered in 2017. Uh, it was a gang shooting, uh, and he was killed. And that case was filed under Jackie Lacey. And a gang allegation was filed, a gun allegation was filed, um, and the murder charges were filed. But when George Gaston took office on December 7, 2020, he automatically ordered all the prosecutors to remove all allegations and all enhancements on every case, no matter if there was evidence there or not, no matter if we did the preliminary hearing or a grand jury or not. And he ordered the prosecutor to call Emma and tell Emma, I'm removing the gang allegation, I'm removing the gun allegation, uh, which was incredibly cruel. And so Emma has been suffering with that. Um, for three and a half years, 
And she finally confronted Gascon last night. And Gascon straight up said he never ordered any prosecutors to remove any allegations or enhancements. And so I challenged him on that because that just wasn't true. So he just lied to the whole crowd there in front of all of you, especially the deputy DAs who had gotten that order from him. Yeah, I mean, everybody, and that's why I was, you know, referring to Eric Sadal as well, because, you know, Eric knows what was happening. And so, you know, uh, he ordered all the prosecutors to remove strikes, allegations, enhancements. If a child's arm was broken or ribs were fractured, he ordered us to remove that. Um, on my cases, Anthony Avalos, the 10-year-old boy that was tortured and murdered, he ordered me to remove the special circumstance of intentional murder by torture. I had another case of a little girl named Eternity, a four-year-old girl. He ordered me to remove strikes on that case. Uh, on, on serious cases, he ordered all of this, and he had the audacity to smirk, to laugh, um, to laugh at the mother of a murdered child, and then to lie and, and just, just, just totally lack integrity and, and not tell the truth. And you know what's more interesting is just like they did to Jackie Lacey in 2020, as soon as I confronted him about that, somebody came running up to the stage, obviously a surrogate, and started yelling and screaming that allegations and enhancements are racist mm-hmm. and trying to try to shut everybody down. Yeah, no, I, we we played uh, two clips of it in the last segment so people could understand uh, what was going on there. And that's the only tactic they have is to disrupt the conversation and scream racism. Yeah, I mean, and they know they know that our campaign is surging, John. They know that people are tired of this crime and lawlessness. And all they can do now is try to intimidate and try to scream racism everywhere that they can. But the biggest problem with that is First off, I'm a person of color. Second off, almost every one of my victims are children of color. Anthony Avalos is Latino. Eternity, African-American. Gabriel Fernandez, Latino. All of my victims, Emma Rivas' son, Latino. All of our victims are, are people of color. So there's no racism. We're trying to fight for children who are killed. We're trying to fight for individuals who are killed. We're up there standing up for justice and doing the right thing. The that victims is not are, are more often than not people of color. They're the ones who are yeah. being harmed. Especially at violent crime. And, you know, if, 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 for me, it doesn't matter. If a child is tortured and murdered, it doesn't matter what the child's race is. It matters that as a district attorney, I stand up and fight for that child and fight for their family members. We should be standing up and fighting for Emma Rebus, not being attacked, not being called racist, not having our district attorney order us to remove charges that are provable. We shouldn't have that. We shouldn't be going through that. And the DA, Gaspar needs to own it. He needs to get on the stand and tell everybody he did it. But you see what he's doing. Yeah. He just lies. He smirks. He laughs. He thinks it's funny. Yeah. All that matters is the act committed. By the criminal. That's all that matters. His skin color doesn't. It's what he does. Exactly. It, I, I, I mean, this, this, this has to be the new revolution coming. So how's the campaign going? How's it feeling you know, uh, as time goes on? It is going really well. Um, we have raised a lot of money, and we keep raising more and more money. Um, and so that's really uh, a good thing for us. We're out there campaigning every day. Um, we're out there pushing out. Uh, um, what's happening every day. 
We're going to different locations all through L.A. County. Um, we have a large group. We have thousands of volunteers that are going door to door talking about this campaign. Um, we have, an, you know, Internet commercial out. Uh, we have radio commercials out. Um, we are doing really, really well. Um, these, these debates, I mean, this is the third straight debate that we won. And so, you know, we're, we're doing well. Also, you know, the poll came out, said that we were, you know, right behind George Gascon. And that's another thing I told them yesterday, John. You know, they wanted to assume that Gascon's going to make it into the top two. And my response, because everybody else conceded, but my response was, we're trying to win. We're trying to win this primary. We want to beat George Gascon in this primary, and we're doing everything we can to get the votes out, to have people vote for Jonathan Atami for district attorney. If people want to know more about your campaign or donate to your campaign, where can they go? I imagine you have a website. We do. It's www.jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, Hatami, H-A-T-A-M-I.com. All right, John. Uh, best of luck. We'll talk with you again before Election Day. Well, thank you so much. All thank right. you so much, John. All right, John Hitami there. Good guy. Very strong candidate to take on Gascon. I mean, you heard you heard the back and forth. Gascon outright lies and, and, and smirking and laughing while a woman is pleading about her dead son's case. That is a psychopath. That is classic psychopath behavior. You imagine laughing in the face of a woman whose son was murdered and you wouldn't add the gang enhancements. To his charges and you laugh at her and you smirk at her. I, I, I mean, it's enraging that he has been sitting as district attorney now for over three years. And I just hope to God uh, on, on Election Day and Election Day is really today and every day through uh, March the 5th. I mean, he's got to be knocked off. And I hope I hope he get, gets knocked right out of off the ballot so he can't run in November. In the runoff, if there's if there are only a because you got to get you got to get enough votes uh, to win it outright. You have to get 50 percent of the vote plus one. And because there's a 12 person field, it's mathematically difficult to do. I, I think some of the candidates are, are, are not going to gain any traction. And it might be better if some of them dropped out. Uh, uh, if, if I would love the top two not to include Gasco. And uh, the John Hatami be one of those two. Uh, if he won outright, all, all the better. But I'm just trying to be realistic here. The thing is, there just cannot be any voting for somebody who not will, refuses refuses to charge murderous criminals with with the enhancements, but then laughs at the dead boy's mother. And lies about the case and repeats the same canned nonsense lines over and over again. I've heard him say that same thing. I don't know how many times. I really, Gascon is, is, is the biggest cancerous tumor in the state. He wrote Prop 47. Co-wrote it. He's behind the degradation of daily life in L.A., in California. London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, who has just signed on to the resolution, uh, the referendum to rewrite Prop 47. Three years ago, she said publicly 
that L.A. voters should not go for Gascon. He had just finished up a term as D.A. in San Francisco and ruined San Francisco. She blamed him. And she gave out a warning that nobody listened to. So he ruined San Francisco. He's done a lot of damage here in L.A. He's done a lot of damage across the state with that stupid Prop 47 that Jerry Brown and Kamala Harris then lied about. These are bad, bad people who made life worse for all of us. And this is the chance now we have, all right? The ballot is in your house. Go find it. Let's get them out. Uh, when we come back, it's uh, Moist Line. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. It's Friday, and it's time for the Moist Line. 877-MOIST-86 is where you call. The vent, 877-MOIST-86. Let's go. Hey, it's John. Thanks for calling the Moist Line. I'm so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Wait, so let me get this straight. An immigrant that hasn't been vetted sneaks into this country, beats up a bunch of cops, gets released on zero bail, and flips off the cameras on his way out? Yeah. John, this whole loneliness thing is a scam. If you say you're lonely, the government is only going to get a migrant family and move them in with you. Don't say you're lonely. <laughs> what the is some CEO of these big companies just get on a lectern and tell people, we are not the ones screwing you. It's the government screwing you. We already know that, but it would just be nice to hear from them. Hey, Gavin, that's your visit at Target. You had your chance to be a big hero and stop a shoplifter. Why'd you chicken out? I guess you felt that it might mess up your hair. Flight from New York. Hating and abetting. Fleeing from prosecution. Isn't that a federal crime when they go to interstate to state after they've been arrested and run away for criminal acts? I don't know. Something looks like our elections are not really putting the right people in power. Yeah, I just heard a sheriff lunatic say that they're going to evacuate people for their own safety. So they'll throw people out of their houses for their own safety, but they won't lock people up for their <laughs> safety. What a joke. Let's look at three undeniable facts and make a prediction. One, Emperor Newsom wants to be president. Anyone doubt that? Two, it's raining a lot. Three, Last year at about this time, Emperor Newsom postponed filing of California income taxes from April to October to counties affected by landslides. So the prediction, will Emperor Newsom try and do the same thing this year in a transparent attempt to soften his greasy head appearance? <laughs> so let me get this straight. Alvin Bragg indicts Trump for doing some business dealings that all business people do, but he lets a bunch of immigrants who beat up a bunch of cops, he lets them go, and then the immigrants flip the bird at the end. You know why they were flipping the bird? Because they were saying, you. Alvin Bragg doesn't care, why should we? Wait, did you say that dishwashers cause global warming? Yeah, I thought so. Honey, we're getting a divorce. Yeah, if they really were serious about the border bill, Biden would be out there calling all these cities and states to uh, adopt their sanctuary laws. You know, I haven't really been paying much attention to the reporting on the storm lately. I'm just waiting to see when some of these politicians start blaming it all on global warming. John, I'm so proud of you. You finally got it. It's all part of the plan. It's an inside job trying to destroy America from within. And they're doing a great job. They think they have to vote for the person who's in office because if they vote for somebody else, well, their attitude is, I don't know what the other guy's going to do. No matter how bad this guy is, the other might be worse. 
so I got to keep re-electing this person. If you're worried about global warming, uh, you shouldn't use weather tires. You should slip off the road and die. That would um, stop global warming. Someone should tell the lawmakers in Washington that uh, you know when they ban the all-terrain tires and you have thousands of people driving off of icy mountain roads to their fiery deaths at the bottom of a cliff, all that burning wreck is going to release a lot of uh, carbon. I heard you talk about the DA from New York, Alvin Bragg. I believe you mispronounced his name. I think it's pronounced Alvin Gascon. Do you ever stop to think that maybe they're running these cities down just so they can buy the property on the cheap? That's my belief. The only Denny's in Oakland is closing now because the employees are afraid for their lives and cars are being broken to in the parking lot of the only Denny's around Oakland. You're gonna have to drive 20 miles to find another Denny's. Is this America? Come on, so the guys missed a few bolts. Give them a break. They should still have their pizza party. It's not their fault COVID gave them brain fog. Come on, it was a, it was a Monday. I mean, everyone makes mistakes. I mean, take a break. What's the big deal, huh? Thank you for leaving your message. Very good. Please hang up. Good. Goodbye. Good collection of moist line uh, contributions. When we come back, you heard uh, several callers referencing uh, Alvin Bragg, the uh, idiot uh, Gascon-type prosecutor in New York City, uh, who uh, had a collection of suspects who beat up the two cops in the street and let him go right away. And now they're, they're trying to find them and arrest them again. We've got another situation here. Involving another illegal alien, a 15-year-old who randomly shot a tourist in Times Square. We'll tell you that story coming up. And uh, also, uh, some prominent Democrats are going on television and saying uh, it's time to send Joe home. And we'll talk about one of the first to step forward. That's all I had. Another round of The Moist Line. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last 
four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, PB Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. And then uh, after 4 o'clock, uh, John Cobalt show on demand. It's the podcast version of the show. You could listen to what you missed. And there was a lot that you missed if you're just joining us. We had John Hitami on early in the hour talking about how he uh, took on Gascon, accusing Gascon of lying at a uh, debate last night in Beverly Hills among the uh, district attorney candidates. We also had on the Orange County DA, Todd Spitzer, in the 2 o'clock hour because we're going to be doing a show from the Honda Center in Anaheim in the parking lot so you could drive up and uh, sign the petitions to rewrite Prop 47. This is a major overhaul of Prop 47. They already have 360,000 signatures. They're coming in rapidly. We've talked a lot about it the last couple of days. Just very briefly, it would uh, lead to uh, smash and grab retail thieves being thrown in prison. It would lead to the drug addicts on the street given a choice of drug treatment or prison, which is the way it used to be in both cases, both the retail thieves and the street addicts, they used to get prison. Street addicts would get a choice of prison or drug treatment. And thirdly, the fentanyl traffickers, those penalties would be enhanced. And the law would be, once you're caught trafficking hard drugs, you're warned. If we catch you again and your drugs killed somebody, you're up for murder. And this is a law that was, was blocked by the idiots in the uh, assembly the idiot Democrats in the Assembly Public Safety Committee and the idiot Democrats in the Senate Public Safety Committee. And I'm telling you, there's a change, a major change going on because there are two major mayors, London Breed and Matt Mahan, London Breed from San Francisco, Matt Mahan of uh, San Jose, two of the largest cities in California, two progressives, they're behind this revision of Prop 47. They're behind this signature gathering process. They have joined the campaign. Gavin Newsom, uh, who wants to run for president, and you can't run for president when you've got uh, daily mayhem going on in, in all the major California cities. He is sending, uh, like, the shock troops into Oakland because they have a real dingbat prosecutor there, Pamela Price. She, uh, good Lord, she's, uh, she doesn't prosecute anybody. And a lot of her prosecutors have quit. And not only are the prosecutors have quit, but the uh, the public defenders have nothing to do because there's nothing being prosecuted. And uh, so Newsom is sending in an emergency uh, crew of prosecutors to help the DA who's uh, on her way to getting recalled. Pamela Price. He's also sending in the National Guard, California Highway Patrol. California Highway Patrol, uh, Todd Spitzer called it the National Guard. I, anyway, Newsom is, Newsom is panicked about this because uh, he, he's not that stupid. This guy wants to survive. So he sees Prop 47. That's going to be a major revision come November. More than 70% of the public wants to vote for this thing. Some of the provisions have 95% support. So there's changes coming. And and now this 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 wave is probably is probably hitting New York City now. Uh, Joe Biden's 
open border policy. You know, that to me, his policy is proof that he has dementia. Who would leave the border open for 3 million people to come across? Well, the young, and these are all young men. Young men, they don't have jobs. They're not going to be able to get jobs. They don't have much of an education. And they're running wild. And just just a short time after those two cops in New York City were pummeled by that uh, group of illegal aliens, uh, and then Alvin Bragg lets them go, the DA, uh, now we have this case. There was a Brazilian tourist in Times Square, and the guy gets shot in the leg. You know who shot him in the leg, according to the cops? A 15-year-old illegal alien from Venezuela, 15 years old. Not only he shot a tourist, he was firing at a police officer. It, it started with a robbery. They have tracked him down just a few hours ago, the NYPD and the U.S. Marshals Joint Regional Fugitive Task Force. His name is Jesus Alejandro Rivas Figueroa. There you go. Uh, he was described as armed and dangerous, person of interest. Uh, this happened Thursday night in, in Times Square. And he's, he's, a, he's a young kid. He's just a skinny wisp of a thing. And he's running around like this wild animal. He arrived here in September from Venezuela because that's Biden's policy. Not deported. He was staying at a shelter at the Stratford Hotel. So New York City taxpayers were paying for this kid. He was suspected in an armed robbery in the Bronx, January 27th. Another incident in which shots were fired in Manhattan. Oh, so there's two of them. Armed robbery in the Bronx and then shots fired in Midtown. And this guy was still on the loose. Because Alvin Bragg, there's, there's no uh, bail. Or the bail is cheap. Nobody stays in jail. So this 15-year-old twerp was armed and dangerous. He had a very large, according to police, 45 caliber handgun. And this, this, this started when he, they were robbing. They were robbing a sporting goods store. JD Sports on West 42nd and Broadway. A security guard approached this character and a, and a group of young males to stop them from stealing. And this kid pulled out a gun and fired the gun at the security guard's direction and missed and hit a nearby tourist. One cop said, I got to tell you, if one of those bullets hit our cop last night, this is a whole different conversation we're having today. Our cops showed great restraint not to fire their weapons into a crowd at New Yorkers. We're not going to put up with this. So Rivas Figueroa and two other teen migrants... And a 16-year-old boy were spotted stealing clothes from the second floor of the store, the JD Sports store. And they got him on video. And uh, cops are running after the gunman who had an all-white outfit towards 6th Avenue. And then the kid turns around and fires at the officers. The, the police officer took his gun and he can't return the fire because there's too many people in the way. It's Times Square, New York. So they're cutting uh, between the buildings. Uh, then he ran into the uh, 47th Street Rockefeller Center subway station. 
And he was on the tracks before running back up the stairs and onto the street. Why are we letting this into the country? What is this? A Brazilian tourist gets hit. Cops are being fired at. They're, they're stealing stuff out of a store. There's, we're paying for their shelter. What the hell is going on? And then Biden is, is stumbling around last night. I got a minute here. I want to just to, in case you didn't hear, these clips should be played into eternity. We have a senile man as president, and his policies are senile. They are. I'll play cut two and three again. All right, this is this is Biden uh, calling the president of Egypt the president of Mexico. By the way, this is after he got all indignant with the reporters about this uh, classified uh, report and uh, the uh, the uh, special counsel saying that Biden has a, a serious memory issue. Listen to him here. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow... No, that is the president of Egypt, Sisi. Stop, stop. That's the president of Egypt, Sisi. Okay? You hear how slow he's talking? You hear all the gaps in his speech? That's why we have these policies. Does he know that these uh, teenage Venezuelan illegal alien boys are running around shooting at cops in Times Square? Does he know? If somebody tells him, does he remember the next day? Uh, oh, and he was all indignant that the special counsel said that Biden couldn't remember the year that his son died. Listen to this. Well, there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day... Our Lady of what? Remembering him, attending by friends... Uh, stop. Yeah. Okay, proved it to me. You don't have diminished mental faculties, which is what the special counsel says. You don't have a very poor memory, which is what the council says. And then you have all these political morons and media morons. And they're all outraged. And they're all puffing their feathers up and flapping their wings. Ah, oh, this is outrageous. This is unbelievable. Stop it. He's senile. You know he's senile. Stop play acting. Stop telling me what I see with my own eyes and hear with my own ears is not really happening. I'm fed up with that. And how about closing the border so 15-year-olds aren't running around with big guns shooting at tourists? Is it that hard? we come back, we got a uh, final round of the Moist Line. John Cobalt showed up. The uh, special counsel saying that Biden has a, a serious memory issue. Listen to him here. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct of the response in, Gaza, in the Gaza Strip 
has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow... No, that is the president of Egypt, Sisi. Stop, stop. That's the president of Egypt, Sisi. Okay? You hear how slow he's talking? You hear all the gaps in his speech? That's why we have these policies. Does he know that these uh, teenage Venezuelan... Illegal alien boys are running around shooting at cops in Times Square. Does he know? If somebody tells him, does he remember the next day? Uh, oh, and he was all indignant that the special counsel said that Biden couldn't remember the year that his son died. Listen to this. Well, there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day, Our we Lady of service, what? remembering him attending by friends. Right, stop. Yeah. Okay, proved it to me. You don't have diminished mental faculties, which is what the special counsel says. You don't have a very poor memory, which is what the council says. And then you have all these political morons and media morons. and They're all outraged and they're all puffing their feathers up and flapping their wings. Ah, oh, this is outrageous. This is unbelievable. Stop it. He's senile. You know he's senile. Stop play acting. Stop telling me what I see with my own eyes and hear with my own ears is not really happening. Fed up with that. And how about closing the border so 15-year-olds aren't running around with big guns shooting at tourists? Is it that hard? When we come back. We got uh, final round of the Moist Line. John Cobalt Show. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM640. We have another round of the Moist Line here, 877-MOIST-86, if you want to get in on it next week. Hey, it's John. Thanks for calling the Moist Line. I'm so excited to hear from you. It's about time. You know what? I don't want to hear about water conservation anymore. The reservoirs <laughs> ought to be filling up. In fact, some of them ought to be overflowing by now. And I think as far as I'm concerned, the damn water companies could uh, give us rebates on our water bills and lower them because they were so quick to raise them when we were under water restrictions. You drive down to Tijuana, you see zero homeless camps. And there's a lot of poor people that live in Tijuana. But the reason you don't see any homeless camps down there is because they give zero to the homeless. That's what we need to do over here. Give them zero. Defund the homeless. If you listen to that recording of Joe Biden talking about Francois Mitterrand, if you listen very closely, you can hear all three of his handlers and Dr. Jill Biden their pants at the same time. I'm just listening to what you're playing on the latest Nursing Home Joe forgetting the um, name of Hamas and the whole Mitterrand thing. You know, this guy, he's not even fit to run a hot dog stand, never mind a country. I, I thought there was an amendment in the Constitution where we could remove a president for basically not being fit for duty because he's out to lunch. There is. So I'm sitting here watching the news, looking at all the floods and the mudslides, and I'm thinking, isn't this in the same place every year? 
this country is being run by communists. I mean, they're telling us who to vote for because now they don't want the Trump's name in the, on the ballot. Now, now, doesn't that sound kind of like a dictatorship? It's just like here in California. You have to have an, an EV vehicle. Get rid of your car. Too bad. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's stupid Newsom realized that if the uh, employee at Target goes after the uh, shoplifters, they'll get fired. And how come stupid Newsom is just attacking the uh, cashier? Why doesn't he go to the CEO of In-N-Out or DVS Pharmacy and yell at them to catch criminals instead of locking up their shampoo? He's an That image of the illegal alien flipping us off after they beat up some cops, that is the defining image of Biden's presidency. You know, I think LA is just too stupid to actually vote against the party or without having their emotions involved. Anything that could affect change, I just don't see it happening. I think the citizens are just too dumb for that. Here we go again with Democrat corruption. Old Joe Biden dodged a bullet because even though it was found he committed all the offenses, no charges are going to be filed because his mind was too far gone. I live a mile from the border and I get to see the wonderful buses that have all these migrants that are shipping them off to the NGO camp in San Diego, and it's every day. There's a NGO camp less than a mile from my house that gives away nice clothes and stuff, so it's happening. The Democrats have been boosting up Biden for three years, and now they know that he can't win against Trump, and so they're letting this little report out and go public so he gets the sympathy of the nation. They'll slip him out gently, and they're going to put in Michelle Obama to run for president of the United States against Trump. Don't you realize they're using Biden for another few weeks before the Democrats announce their real candidate? Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. All right, 877-MOIST-86. You want to get on for next week. Conway. Hey, now, do you remember when these crazy conspiracy theories used to be uh, like in the desert? Yeah. Like you'd go to, I don't know, Baker or, you know, a guy would be sitting at a McDonald's uh, drive-thru yelling yeah. that crap out. It's everywhere now. Oh, and it's everywhere. Everywhere. And, and some of them turn out to be true now. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. But those guys were also right sometimes, right. too. <laughs> uh, Alex Stone is coming on to talk about the Super Bowl. I don't know if you know this. That's coming up on Sunday. I heard. Yeah. Uh, the earthquake was radical. And I think it was important because, first of all, it was, it was, it was felt from Bakersfield to Tijuana, which is a pretty big area. And and I uh, and a lot of people there's 675 mudslides in the area and people were worried that the mud was going to come down on their house. So I think it's a big deal. Yeah, we've had everything this week. Yeah. Um, plus uh, we have um, Starlink is going off at 4:36 unless that's delayed because of the earthquake. They're going to blast some satellite off. Oh, yeah. We'll watch that. Uh, Alex Michelson, your friend from the yes. uh, West Side, and uh, Jane Wells is coming on. So it's really packed. And then Billy Ray at six o'clock at six thirty-five. Wow. Yeah, so it's packed. All it's right. it's it's too much show. Too much show. Yeah, ah. gonna need an extra hour. <laughs> Mo Conway, <laughs> next ding dong with you, buddy. Ding dong with you. Crozier with the news live. Let's go in the KFI twenty four hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM six forty from one to four p.m. every Monday through Friday, and of course anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.